What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest, Jalen Quilizapa. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's going on? Welcome to the show, Jay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, for those who don't know, she's my niece and also... I don't know if you knew this. I'm I'm your godfather. <laughs> yes, I yeah. did know this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, appreciate your time. I appreciate your interest and support. Um, and I'll I'll start it off like this. To be honest, um, just want to be apolo- I want to apologize for not being in your life more. Um, I feel like for your generation and our family. Um, you know, I was in my twenties, I was going through my own thing and like trying to discover myself and whatnot. But, uh, now that I'm 30 and whatnot, I'm, uh, I'm trying to reach back out and build those relationships. So yeah, this means a lot to me for you to come on. (laughs) No, it's awesome. I've always like, I remember when my brother and I were younger, we would always get super excited to see you. We'd always be like, oh my gosh, Queen Joe is coming. Like we'd be so excited to see you. And so like this, this, it's awesome. Like I, I'm so like. I'm so happy to, you know, get to see more of your content and um, kind of share that with a lot of people. I brought one of your Hella Hungry bags to one of my auditions. Oh, for and sure. And one of the professors was like, what is that? Like, where did you get that bag from? Um, sick, sick. But it was really funny, but it was it was nice to kind of just like, I was like, this is, you know, part of my family. You know, this is someone that like created this content. I think it's great. That's what's up. That's what's up. And yeah, see, like you, you talk about the excitement and, you know, I, I felt I feel bad that I, I, I didn't like reciprocate and like, you know, be there for you guys and, you know, be more involved. But, you know, I, I hope you understand. And no, uh, I understand now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm 19 going on 20 next year and I'm figuring out life, too. So, no, yeah, you. no, I, no worries. I, I'm glad it's happening now. It's great. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, in case you're not familiar with the flow of the show and for the audience out there, we do a few introduction questions just to set the tone. Um, and then we get into the icebreaker, which is the spelling bee. And then we get into the main meat of the interview. And then mm-hmm. after that, we conclude it with a concluding question. Sound good to you? Sounds great. All right. So my first question is, how have you been? You know, I don't get to ask you this like often enough, but are you doing well? You going through it? How you been? Uh, I'm kind of going through it right now. Um, mm. I, whenever this episode comes out, um, just like, I guess, trigger warning. Um, Atlanta shootings just happened about a week ago. Um, things have been really rough uh, out here in New York. Um, I'm in college um, and, you know, college hasn't really been addressing it. So I've kind of had to do a lot of emotional labor lately, um, especially with a lot of my friends. And so I'm struggling a little bit, but also kind of building a tolerance, building kind of like the strength back. Um, and I think things are slowly getting better. Um, I always have my music though. So I'm always, I'm constantly playing, trying to practice like a lot more, um, you know, just trying to connect with more AAPI on campus, um, get get a little more insight from them. Um, and yeah, so it things are a little rough, but they are definitely turning out for the better. And this is definitely a highlight of my week. I was very excited all week to just do this and see you because I don't see I don't see you very often. And like, yeah, I think it's great. No, for sure. For sure. Um, you were talking about building tolerance, right? Um, mm-hmm. To everything that's going on. And what like what would you say is the difference between the tolerance and or like 
becoming like I don't I forgot what the term was, but desensitized, you know, because it happens mm-hmm. so often. Um, yeah, like is there a difference f- like for that with for you, or are they kind of similar? I think, yeah, I think there is. I feel like this desensitization is more of just not feeling anything towards it. Like you know, it's happening. It's happened so many times, and you can't stop it. But for me, tolerance is like building building myself up personally in a way where I don't cry about it every single day because I mean again like we weren't super close growing up but I'm a really emotional person and so when all of this first started which is literally a week ago but it's been happening throughout the entirety of COVID and kind of throughout our lives too because I bet you've experienced some of this as well it's like you know I've constantly like built that tolerance but I feel like this last year it's been very very like prevalent and real and um you know i'm very emotional so i cry a lot and so especially this last week i um i haven't been desensitized to it i understand it's happening i still have these feelings in my heart and my chest still kind of weighs a little bit heavy um but it's more fighting back now it's like we kind of find that system rather than um you know kind of laying in my bed and like playing a video game or something trying to get my mind off of it because I feel like that's a little bit more desensitized trying to forget rather than you know saying this is happening and I want to fix it I want to change people's perspectives on it because people forget and I won't kind of allow that to happen anymore um yeah I got you I got you and I I do want to touch more on this but we will touch it down down on uh later in the podcast (laughs) um my second question for you is uh how what would you like your descendants to know about you this is always interesting to me because i think you're probably the youngest person i've had on the podcast um so 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 this question might be like a little different um coming from someone younger than you know someone older but i'm very curious how you would answer this question so think later down the road five generations down the road because a big thing for me and um like the the importance of why i'm doing this is basically you know in the midst of trying to figure out who i am and you know like what who like yeah in the midst of figuring who i am i would think about what my ancestors were like and like you know i wonder if they were anything like like me like us right we we share the Mm -hmm. same blood so um yeah so for you what would you want your descendants if they were trying to figure out who they are what would you want them to know about you i think i would definitely want them to know about the artist that i am because i feel like you know, a lot of our family, they're like Filipinos, karaoke, like automatic, like that's the center of the party. But I, I mean, I love karaoke. I love to sing. And so I, I feel like that was so, that's such a big part of like the Filipino culture is like the karaoke and being able to like play music. And I definitely want my descendants to know that like, this is what I want to do. Like I want to play music for a living and it's because I love it and kind of, that encouragement of doing the arts as like a full-time thing. Um, Cause I do, you know, I look up to Mama Jojo or my grandmother and she's a nurse and um, both my parents work in a hospital and that's, these are great places to be. I like, I admire them so much, um, but I want to be a person that's like a different route. It's like, I, I did something a little bit different um, and kind of, 
having my story be a little bit more encouraging as in like you don't like if you want to work in a hospital go for it like it sounds it looks great like you know grandmother and my parents have have a great time but like you can also do this and be okay um you know and so I think that I think definitely that and also being I I want to go uh being known as so unapologetically myself um I feel you I on think that <laughs> yeah right it's it's so I, I want I want that to be like what I'm known for because that's something that I try to be every single day um and I try not to like sugarcoat things if I feel really strongly about a subject I want people to know and what I think and to hear my voice and I don't want anyone to be like I hope that my descendants will like see that from me and hopefully from my children and children after and like just really take that because I feel like you know probably our parents grew up with a lot of silence they had to be silent you know they kind of had to be quiet about things and not fight back but I am very much the fighting back person um, I ended you. up being the opposite yeah so I hope that you know I hope they see that and they're kind of encouraged if they feel very strongly about something then go for it speak your mind like you know if you know that you're if you feel you know you're right and you agree with yourself and you know you know it's morally correct then go for it like I think that's great for sure for sure um mm -hmm. it you mentioned uh singing karaoke i don't think i've ever he heard you sing karaoke or seen you sing oh. karaoke um but my question <laughs> my question is uh what's your what's your go-to karaoke song Ooh, the go-to karaoke song <laughs> i really like careless whisper by wham oh that's kind of basic i know no 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 no, no. That, that's a classic that's a classic, that's a classic. Yeah, i have i have basic karaoke songs too you know um it dep depends on my mood but uh you yeah know, you know that tracy chapman song uh give me one good reason <laughs> yeah 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 I, li yeah I like singing that one <laughs> yeah this yeah, is a fun song whispers. yeah careless whisper is my always like my hundred score so if i'm ever at a family event and i want to like be the hundred score I'll, I'll think it was <laughs> you gotta have that one you gotta have that one yeah you know, everybody gets hyped too it's just like <laughs> i know yeah. what you mean um but yeah being unapologetically yourself right uh mm -hmm. when did that begin for you or like when did you start consciously being like you know i'm gonna be like this or not be like this but this is who i am you know yeah uh junior year of high school okay. um yeah so starting like a freshman sophomore year um so i guess junior year and senior year i went to boarding school went to arts high school uh, in michigan and i guess th throughout my life i i was always referred to as jeremy's little sister mm. because we all we both went to the same schools but gotcha. like we both went to elementary middle high school same ones but he always came first because he's older, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so I was always known as his little sister. And I like being his little sister. He's great. I love my brother. But I like to be my own person as well. Um, and so when I got into this high school, I, I definitely just saw this big opportunity of like, they're going to know me as Jalen. Like, they're not going to know me as Jeremy's little sister. So I need to make the most out of this as I can. And so... Like, I will say, like, beginning of junior year, I was a little bit, you know, shy. I didn't want, I didn't want to, like, come out of my shell quite yet. But um, definitely by the end of it, I was like, this is me. Um, this is, you know, I, 
like to sing, you know, I like to play music, I like writing poetry, you know, I was very unapologetic about it, even if some people were to say, you know, oh, like, why do you want to do that? Or why do you want to do this? It's like, I don't need to reason it out for you. I like it. Like, I like it. My family likes it. Like, that's all I need. And um, it's definitely translated throughout senior year and freshman year of high or of college. Um, I feel like uh, it's definitely helped me a lot in kind of navigating, you know, a new environment and being um, like a bunch of miles away from my family. I already was, I was in Michigan, but this is even farther. And like, um, you know, navigating that and being myself really like, it kind of weeds out the people that I don't want to be associated with either. Because I feel like my personality is really strong and I'm, again, I'm not apologetic for it. I stand up for what I know in my heart is right. And if that weeds out people that don't agree with that or don't um, don't see value in the things that I value, especially if they're really important to me, then like I, that's not something I want to like bring into my life all the time. Like I want someone who values the same people, like the same things as I do to the, like, not the same extent. Cause again, I'm a very strong, like very strong personality person, but to just recognize that that's important is really important to me. No, for sure. I think um, yeah. that's something I wish I, I kind of like knew what, what I, what those hard lines were drawn out for me earlier. I feel like mm -hmm. I'm just beginning to, to um, make those lines for myself and, you know, really stick to the things I really like and then kind of like brush off. Cause I don't know, for a long time, I was just somebody that, um, you know, I do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that. And, but then now I'm trying to like, okay, I really am not good at that. And I know I'm not, I mean, maybe cause I'm not really passionate about it. Maybe I don't really like it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just trying to spend more of my time on the things that I feel like are important to me. Um, mm -hmm. And it's good that you're, you know that now, or, you know, you're continuing to know, learn about it um yeah so my there was another question but it was actually about the uh careers and stuff it was more like a comment oh, okay. like I, I was gonna say i feel you on that too like you know people telling you what you maybe should be or maybe what you should do mm -hmm. and then you know but sticking to your guns and just being like you know i know what i'm passionate about all that good stuff it actually mm -hmm. is going to build into a, a question after this one the third question yeah. is how would you like to be honored if I was going to be like today, I'm going to honor Jalen in some way. How could I do that? Oh my God. <laughs> um, <I know. laughs> feel free to say skip or pass. It's no, no worries. No, I want to answer this one. I want, now I'm wondering how would I, I think, I think if it was like, when I think of like honoring me, I, I'm assuming I've passed or something, you know. I, so, didn't, I didn't um, want to say it. I, 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 right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, assuming I pass and, you know, this is my honor, I think I would want, I would want people to be happy, of course. Like not happy that I died, but happy that, you know, I, to know that I, I love my life and I, I had lived a good one. Um, if it happened to be, you know, now, and obviously I don't, you know, my journey hasn't ended yet. I know it's sad, but you know, I feel like already I'm proud of the things that I've already accomplished. And I want other people to recognize that too. Not, not to recognize like, oh, it could have been this way or it could have been this way, but like, this is what happened in my 19 years of life. 
and damn, it was a good one. Like it, it, you know, it, it, it killed and it was great. And, um, you know, I kind of, I, th this is personal for us, but I, I don't know if you remember, um, Nanaiba Singh's funeral when I think it was the day after we were at the funeral home, we all were white. And it was just like the peace and the happiness and all that. And I think that's what I want because of course we were all sad. You know, of course we all were black and we were all mourning, but at the end of the day, she lived a fantastic life. She was the reason we're all here. Um, yes. And yeah, she is. And so it's like, it's, it's something to celebrate and something to be happy about that she was so selfless and she did this for all of us. And I think that's that energy the happiness is what I would want to be honored by because I don't know people that be sad for a long time I know it's sad but you know it's it happens and you know death happens but you know you got to celebrate what that person did throughout their life because you know they, if if I went I want everyone to know that you know I did the most that I could have done at the time that I was given no doubt yeah. no doubt for sure I got yeah. you I will definitely try to like I'll say this one's for you on a particular moment or day you know right <laughs> of, uh, of some good vibes but uh right. so my, my fourth question for you is how well do you know yourself and if it's hard to put into words you could just do a scale from one to ten I'm gonna say a six and a half six and a half six point okay. seven if you will okay maybe <laughs> all right um, all right yeah I think I'm still learning things about myself every day no I, there are a lot of things that I'm aware of um that I do or that I internalize or some you know culturally that culturally that I was brought up with um but I'm not aware like I'm not aware of everything that like that I you know that I am as a person um I, still every day um I kind of I look outside and I'm like huh this is something that I do that I did not even realize that I did. And it was because of X, Y, Z, you know, or my mom acts like this or my dad acts like this or, um, you know, and it's, it's something I genuinely, there's something new every single day that I'm like, like, where the hell did that come from? And then I have to think about it for like an hour, <laughs> figure it you. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, I feel like it's constantly going to be at a six, six and a half because there's always something new. Um, that I don't realize that some either someone else points out to me that they say, "Do you know you do this?" or that I like catch oh, yeah. myself doing, and I'm like, "Whoa, what am I doing?" Yeah, it's ha crazy. <laughs> have you ever seen someone do an impression of you? No, because it is mind blowing. Like I, I remember somebody did one of me, and I'm all like, everyone was laughing, and everybody's like, "That's so, that's so Jan," and I'm all like, "That ain't like I do that." And it was just like it was like you know glass breaking moment for sure. So yeah, when, when that never, happens, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all I need to ask someone to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> just see, just see what they they do, because then you learn yeah. about yourself. You learn about yourself in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that <laughs> it, it, it might it might be like an eye opening moment for sure. Um, mm -hmm. What's it called? What I was going to say. Man, to be honest, this is like the most in-depth conversation we ever had. So like I have all these questions that yeah. pop pop in and out in my head. So yeah, I'll ask you in person if I if I ever forget any anyway. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's move on to the icebreaker. Um, oh. So it's a spelling bee. You down to participate? You don't have to if you don't want to. I, I I'm going to prove my fifth grade spelling bee. 
uh, first place you know, prize. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so it's only one word. You get two okay. chances, and um, like I said earlier, if you get it right, you'll be invited back on for the spelling bee episode down the road. And the question, I mean, the the word is liaison. L I A S O N. You got one more chance. What? I don't know. There's a hint. Uh, oh, the- wait. L L L I A S. Oh, no. O I N? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was it? L I A I. S O N. Oh, yeah. I knew there was an extra I somewhere. Yeah. Um. Well. Your, your parent. Your. I, th- I guess your mom was a liaison, and um. I, when they came onto the podcast, I gave her the committee, and I gave your dad liaison, and uh. But they were like, what? "Did he smell it right?" Uh, he didn't. <laughs> no, I knew it. <laughs> like, I'm uh, not getting it right. He's like, <laughs> Now they were pissed about like how I gave them because I guess your mom was liaison, your dad's on a committee, so it's just like you know they they could have gotten right it if I had given them the words switched up, but yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, oh yeah, now I remember. I was is another comment about how you were talking about how you were discovering yourself and you kind of like notice how you how you are like there's your parents' traits in you. I, th- I think that happens more and more as you get older. I know for me, I'm like, I just noticed like, oh man, this is this is how I'm like my dad. This is how I'm like my mom. And you mm. know, <laughs> I don't I don't know yeah. what the percentages are, but yeah, it's it's a trip. It's a trip to to yeah. like see it happen. <laughs> yeah. No, I um I went back home for our winter break. Um, and my boyfriend Theo came back home with me. Um, and every night he would be like. I see now, like <laughs> where you, how you act, and I'm like, what do you? Every night, like I'm not kidding. He'd be like, you are like your mom. <laughs> That's it's hilarious. So funny, yeah, it was hilarious, and it's just like, yeah, you act just like her. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like he just like a, he he said one time that I was like a clone of her. Oh, okay. I was just remade okay. into, <laughs> and it, like you know, I have my own personality traits, but whenever my mom and I are together we're constantly like at the hip and constantly just like kind of bouncing off of each other and I love like our relationship I it wasn't like this growing going up until middle school but once I I feel like it was maybe sophomore year of high school maybe junior year because that's when I left um and she I don't think she was ready for me to leave as much as she doesn't admit it I feel like she missed me a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I bet she missed you a lot, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, every time I'd come home, she'd say, I want to go to TJ Maxx, I want to go to Target. Like, I've been waiting for you to come home so we can go somewhere. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's great. And I, like, oof, I am just like my mother. <laughs> all, the, all the good and possibly all the bad. <laughs> well, to be determined, but, to be determined. <laughs> to be determined, honestly. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt, um, for sure. Well, we made it to the meat of the interview. Go ahead and give me a number between one and thirty-four. For a long time, ever since you asked me, basically, and I think I'm gonna go with twenty-one. 
21. Let's see what I got for 21. Um, What will you be doing in five years? Oh, well. Kind like an inter I mean, like a job interview question, but you know. I like that's, that's really funny because I'm a freshman in college. So I'm actually in a five-year program with oh, the conservatory because I need to, yeah, so I need to do old degree. So you're basically asking me, what am I going to do right after college? Or, you know, how, uh, what do you envision yeah. yourself doing, you know? Yeah, I really, I want to stay in New York. I'm sorry. Um, well, don't, <laughs> apologize don't, <laughs> don't apologize to me. Don't apologize to me. Sorry, Ma. <laughs> I'm staying in New York. Um, no, I really, I want to be in new york hopefully in the city um i i go to school upstate new york so it's pretty um foresty which is really calming but i like the hustle and bustle you know i like that kind of vibe and so i really hope i'm in new york city or in a city in general um and playing music um i want to be a broadway percussionist uh, so I want to play musicals and stuff like that and possibly maybe ballets or operas. I think that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, I, th I definitely think that that is down the line for me. Um, plans are to be determined though, because uh, Theo is actually auditioning for the Cleveland Symphony in Ohio um this year like this october and we yeah it's crazy and i cannot believe he's doing that and so if he gets the job then he doesn't have to finish off school he's done like which he, he we're both it. freshmen and yeah he's got the job and so i i i stand by my word where you know if this if that happens i'm going there's no way i'm not going <laughs> with him to go to cleveland and there's a, actually another school there um that I really enjoyed when I was doing my college search. Um, so that wouldn't even be a problem. I'd want to finish school and I still want to, you know, play in musicals, uh, maybe go on a tour with one. That'd be cool. But no, I definitely, yeah, I definitely want to be in like a pit orchestra. I think that'd be awesome. And I'm manifesting it now. I'm like, this is what I see for myself. No, <laughs> that no, hopefully no, happens. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, you talk about like all these things that could happen, right, or might happen. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no matter what, you, you can find a way to to you know how what you envision yourself doing. Mm -hmm. New York and Cleveland, or back to New York or any city. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like if I know if you you're passionate about it, you're gonna be able to do it. So, uh, dope. All right. I, yeah, I'm super excited. When did you like? Did you know you always wanted to? Oh, I guess let me backtrack. When did you start playing instruments? Uh, fifth grade. So I played the clarinet. I was awful at it. I really wanted to be Squidward from SpongeBob. That's hilarious. And that was like my dream, but I was really bad at it, and so I switched to percussion. Um, which for people who don't know what percussion is, it's like drum set. Um, the really big drums in an orchestra, they're called timpani, uh, triangle, you know, tambourine, all that jazz. And so um, I loved it. When I first started, I was like, this is this is it, I'm done. Um, and so I went throughout high school, obviously, um, you know, graduated from Interlochen, um, got a really great percussion education there, auditioned, and I ended up at Bard Conservatory. Um, and my professors here are amazing. Um, 
yeah, it's been it's been a really long journey with percussion, but it's definitely never wavered. I love it. I think it's great. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then another fleeting another fleeting question out of my mind. But um, all right, for sure. Uh, throw me another number. Go for it. Okay. Um, I didn't know there were multiple numbers. I oh, thought yeah. too hard about that one. Oh I'll yeah. I'll do nineteen. Sorry. Yeah, Perfect. we we, we just we, yeah we keep going and like you know oh. uh, yeah. No, so that's no, cool. no yeah, way. I'll do age, my age number nineteen. All right, all right. Um, how have you disappointed yourself? I I definitely look back my sophomore year of high school and I'm very disappointed um, only because I see myself now as more outspoken and there were a lot of people I wish I was more outspoken to oh um, I see I see yeah and uh, kind of you know saying hey maybe this is wrong or maybe you shouldn't do that um and it's disappointment but also i know that was a learning experience um but if i could go back and you know before i left for school to tell all those people like exactly what was on my mind my dad is very much a you know leave it in the past person like be the bigger person and i like being the bigger person but also I want to tell you how it is and I wish that I did that before I left with like certain people because I feel like um I feel like that would have been my mic drop moment like, <laughs> you doubted me and now I'm out like good luck uh which I I wish uh that is like a, a big disappointment of mine is that I wish I just did it because it was on my mind and my mom was kind of fueling me to do it as well because she's, you know her. She, mm -hmm. she was like, you should do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I wish, I wish I had done it. Um, you know, obviously I don't think, I don't think in the long run it would have been, you know, it's one of those, oh, you're only going to be satisfied temporarily. But I feel like if I had done that, I would have been like, this is the closing of a chapter in my book. And you. this is how I closed it. It wasn't like closed by force, you know, it wasn't, it, the chapter didn't end in the middle of a sentence. It was like, I ended it because this is what was right for me. Um, yeah. So I, man, I, now I want to go back and, and tell those people, <laughs> but it's been too long now. It's obviously, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's definitely like a disappointment of mine. I think another one is, um, beginning of junior year, I was, you know, um, new, to the school people some people had been there since their freshman year of high school um yeah and so i was coming in as a junior which most people did um and i met a lot of great professionals still one of them is one of my closest friends her name's ava um we like we still text every once in a while and even though it's not every day we're still super close um but there was definitely certain people in my junior year of high school that I wish didn't affect me as much as they did um and I like it was definitely more they had more of like that turning point effect um of me being unapologetic and me being me um 
So I guess I have something to be grateful about, but also it was definitely, I'm disappointed that I, like, that I kind of, like, cowered mm. a little bit to it because one of the specific people had been there for a couple years already. Um, and everyone knew that he was kind of being a jerk, um, unnecessarily to me as well, because I had just gotten there. Um, and you know, it, I had very different ideas of music. Um, you know, again, I love to sing. I love to play. I like doing both at the same time. I like writing poetry, you know, and it's like, I, I was a very different personality trait for this specific person. And so I think maybe, you know, they didn't like that. Um, and you know they don't have to but at the same time it doesn't mean you can be a jerk about it and i wish that you know my previous self was a little bit more like hey like you're being a jerk like you know straight straight to the point and being like you don't have to like me we don't need to get along but we do have to play music together something that we both like doing and let's just get over it like we have to do this anyway you know there's yeah. no point and there's no point in being a jerk if you got to work with this person anyway so yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah you, you come across that a lot um uh, which i i've been in 10 jobs in 10 years and yeah there's a lot of people you i've disagreed with maybe and um like we mentioned earlier like i i guess I, i'm more on your dad's wake of like you know being the bigger person and letting mm-hmm. things go uh i think there's a balance you know i think oh I, yeah yeah I, I wish i could have said something but i didn't know how to say it like mm-hmm. I, I think it's always okay to speak your mind and you know say whatever you want but there's always going to be that the way it's said because you know choosing the yeah. wrong words could be like you know hurtful or you know instead yeah, of more detrimental yeah exactly exactly and um but yeah uh everybody's not for everybody i, I, I say that all the time um as long as you're not harming anybody else right. like you could have yeah. your views um but yeah <laughs> sure um yeah. jump into the next question go ahead and uh, throw it at me mm. It's 1 through 34, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll do my mom's age, 34. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I, thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no, 31. <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So um, the question is, it's a fill in the blank. Life is all about blank. The thing that came to my mind was love nice so i'll say i'll say that yes Um, (laughs) what is it about love that's so important in for life um i think you i think at least for me i don't think i could get through life without love you know love for my family love for my boyfriend um you know it's you know love for my friends love for my friends as well like i am a very wholehearted person when it comes to people i really connect with like there'll be a random person that you know i work with one shift this just happened on wednesday you know i worked with this one girl and we had the best time ever and i was and i said i love working with her and it's like I've only worked with her once, you know, but 
it, and it was not even five hours worth of work, but I still said, you know, I love working with her and you know, it's, it's, it's the loves that are deep, but also the loves that aren't so deep, you know, like I love aloe vera water. Like it's not that deep. It just tastes good. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, yeah, I love yeah. <laughs> you know, it just tastes good. And, um, it's those, it's that comfort of love and, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of people, um, say, you know, oh, you can't toss that word around too much or something, or you'll get hurt. But for me, it's like, it's kind of that thing where if I die tomorrow, I want everyone who I love to know I love them. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to go and someone doesn't know that, that I want them to know. Um, yeah. So I think it's really important for me. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Um, and (laughs) those fleeting questions that I have are coming back after a couple minutes about being you know uh, being disappointed in yourself and how you didn't get a chance to you know tell those people how you felt before you went how do you go about or what's your stance on picking your battles you know like how you choose the battles that you Mm -hmm. fight yeah how how do you choose (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I it's funny because my dad actually has asked me this question before he or not asked but he's always like pick your battles like you know and i think my battles come from what i feel very very passionately about something that i talk about to this day um you know and like so you know it's something like what happened in sophomore year it's still it's still something that i think about because those people had such an effect on my life that now I can like now I consider you know a little bit it it worked out you know it worked out the way that they had treated me it worked out but it's not excusable and I still think about that and the fact that you know I was treated in a certain way that I know was wrong um so that is a battle that I feel like even now I would still pick and be like, this is something that happened and you should know because I want you to know before, if I go tomorrow, I want you to know that what you did was, you know, really crappy. And, you know, if you ever come across a situation like this again, please do not ever do this again. And I think it's, I think I pick battles based on if they would affect another person that in the future that wasn't like it doesn't have to be me but if it was another person you know like that person in sophomore year may find another girl you know of like a friend of their daughter that they start treating the same way as they treated me and I know I hated that absolutely and I would never want another person to go through that and you know I wish I picked the battle with that person from junior year because I know that they had treated other people the exact same way as they treated me um, going into senior year, except I just, I blocked it out because I, you know, I was doing my own thing. I met Theo, you know, it was, I was hanging out with my friends and I wasn't being treated like that anymore, but other people were. So that's why I wish I had said something I had been a little stronger. Cause I, it's, I guess for me, it's like, I could have stopped that from happening if I had said something maybe I couldn't have you know maybe 
I could have said something and they continued to be a jerk about it. But at least I tried. I can't excuse I can't excuse myself and say, well, at least I tried if I never did. So I think if I feel really strongly about something that I think that if I said something, it could possibly change the way that someone went about doing something, you know, whether, you know, if it was harmful, like, and if it was a constant harmful, then I want to take that chance. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah throw me another number for mm, 25 25 <laughs> what's the last movie show or book that made you cry <laughs> that made me cry howl's Mo- moving castle which one uh howl's moving castle <laughs> howl's moving <laughs> castle yeah, it's a Studio Ghibli film. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got yeah. you. What's it, it about? It was my first. Yeah, it was my first Studio Ghibli film. It's about this girl, and her name is Sophie, and she works in a hat shop. And there's a guy named Towel, and I'm gonna be really bad at explaining this, but basically he's like, he's he he's some sort of like, he's not a magician, but like he has powers, <laughs> and okay. he can like shape shift and all that. Um, but he goes around in his castle, which is like this really rinky dink, like moving. It has like wheels and like legs and stuff, and it kind of just moves on its own. Um, but basically, it's about how, you know, she's kind of, Sophie is just living this life that really isn't hers. And, um, and she meets Howell, and she doesn't know that it's Howell. But, um, you know, she's like, oh, you're so cute. And he's like, I know. And then he <laughs> brings her to like some place. <laughs> and, um, and basically there's a really, there's like a witch or something that hates Howl. You know, it doesn't want anything to do with him. And so she curses Sophie because she thinks that Sophie's in love with him and vice versa. And Sophie turns into an old lady for the most of the rest of the film. And oh. like, it's, it's basically about, it, it's, it's so hard to explain it's it's a really in-depth movie that has like a lot of different themes but i think it was you know it was important for her to kind of like become an old lady because like it it shows that it doesn't it's not that basic like young girl and young boy fall in love and like they're both super aesthetically pleasing because when she turns into an old lady she's very old like it's it's actually really funny (laughs) and she has all the wrinkles and stuff and um you know she meets she meets different like friends on the way and like you know a couple of the other main characters and like Howell still falls in love with her even though she's like old and doesn't know how to fix her fix Mm -hmm. her but um no it's it's such a it's such an odd movie I guess there's no like actual real like what's it about it goes a lot of different directions but um no it's it's good and that it made me cry because it's really good for sure, um, like it was yeah, so, it was but, so good. It made you cry. That, I mean, yeah, it was so good. Joy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. You know, I've never seen a Studio Ghibli film yet. Uh, I don't even know if I pronounce that right. Like, I feel bad. I don't know if I pronounce it. I, I think it's Ghibli. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think it is. You should definitely watch Howl's Moving Castle. I, guess, um, I think I, it's on YouTube. Yeah, so you got you got to watch it. It's it's great. I had this is my first one um yeah i was gonna watch one like 
three years ago, four years ago, and then I never ended up doing it. So now that I'm watched, now that I've watched it, I want to watch a bunch of them. For sure. I mean, yeah, that, that's the same studio with like uh, with Kiki's Delivery Service. Service. Um, yes. My name is Tatara. Yeah, Pon. Yeah. yeah, I know these names, but I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen them. Uh, but yeah, for sure. I'm. I'm I got to. I mean, I, I consider myself a, a movie watcher, like a media con- consumer, and <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, I need to like pay attention to like other. I want to. I want to watch more like foreign films and like stuff from mm-hmm. other countries, because you know, I I just usually watch American shows, American movies, and yeah, they have different agendas, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Uh, give me a, another number. Two. Two. Yeah. Um what is your most valued possession? It could be uh material or it could be, you know, more abstract. <laughs> <laughs> My most valued possession. Hmm. Like looking around on my desk for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know it's not here. Um maybe I, I don't have it with me. I actually didn't bring it to college, surprisingly, now that I'm talking about it. But it's my, <laughs> I'm going to, this is like an advertisement now that I'm going to say the whole name of it. It's like Galaxy Humberg Mallet Bag. Okay, okay. Um, that my dad got me, I think, going into freshman year. That's what's up. Um, well, yeah, and it was my, yeah. It's like a Galaxy Humberg, I think. That's how you pronounce the second word of it. It's definitely a Galaxy one. It's this, like, cylindrical one that kind of stands up on its own. Um, but I remember when he told me about... he, I I had my Moma, and he said, I you know, after... I think it was, like, a year after I got it, he said, oh, I got you something, but I don't think you're ready for it yet. And I was like, what wow. did you get me? And I, I, yeah, I remember I was like, what did you get me? And like, he didn't tell me about it. And I honestly forgot about it. Um, and I wonder if he like remembers that this happened. He's like, he's like, I don't think, you know, it's not, you know, you're not ready yet. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I <laughs> forgot about it. And then like later, later down the line, he gave it to me. And it was when I could appreciate it, basically. That was, that was where he was getting it. I feel um, you. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was—it's a really nice mallet bag, um, and I brought it with me to my auditions. And um, it's funny because like a lot of—I see a lot of people with like lots of different mallet bags, and I feel like they, you know, it's like it's a mallet bag. What are you gonna do about it? You know, it's like you know, it's it's just something to hold your Merva mallets in or your sticks. But for me, it's like, oh, my dad got me this, like. And he gave it to me when I was ready for it and yeah. when I could fully appreciate it. And I left it at home because it's kind of, it's, it's a heavy duty bag. Like this is like, it's a bag that you take to auditions or if you don't want something to get damaged, um, you know, you take it with you. But um, because I was obviously going to college, like I didn't have space um, mm-hmm. for all of this. But now that I'm talking about it, I'm probably gonna bring it back with me for three years so I can just have it. Um, for sure. <laughs> because for sure. I, now that I'm talking about it, it's like, oh, I miss seeing that like little bag around and just like you know having it with me. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely my most prized possession. A gift, yeah. a, a gift from pops for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Uh, and that's a, like you know a, a good way. To, that was a good way to teach that lesson about being ready mm-hmm. for you know some kind of uh, possession that you know yeah. a kid might not be ready for. But then once it's like, damn, that's like hella anticipation for the kid. Like I would have probably thought like, like a freshman <laughs> year. Some my parents told me that like was it, is it a car? Like I, I know I'm not ready for yeah. a car. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it was it was really it was definitely not it wasn't disappointing. It just wasn't one I wasn't expecting it. There was nothing I could have anticipated to for him to say like here, this is what I got you. Um yeah, it was really nice. And yeah, I still cherish it. There's another mallet bag that I have that um I took from my high school when we all had to leave because of COVID. So that was last March basically kind of just about last year from now um and i found it in like the old percussion closet um and it, it hadn't been used it was super dusty and so i said i'm gonna take this because no one's using it so i took it with me and i took it back and i actually went to minnesota with theo for about a month and a half before i actually went home uh, because my parents didn't want me to go into any airports or anything like that because it you know the, it was just the first big blow of it all um, and that mallet bag is also tre- like treasure to me not as much as the not as much as the galaxy one but that one I actually had embroidered um, oh, sick. Little, like a sun on it it was just like a weird quarantine activity like I embroidered a little sun on it and like some little timpani and mallets and it, it's cute it's it's nice and i actually I, I like that one a lot it it's an awful embroidery job like i'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's any good but it's definitely like a little bit it's a special yeah, so yeah, like, you, oh, yeah i did this yeah anything you create you know on your own is always going to be special to you so yeah 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 um just a heads up we're about 10 minutes away from the end of the podcast so I think we could knock out one more number. Go for it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm, I'll let you choose. Last oh. number. Okay. Um, well, I will choose. Let me think. What's the What's the question on your one through thirty four that you oh. want to ask me before? I'm, I'm I'm looking away. I'm looking at the wall right now. I'm thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, re- remind me your birthday. We'll go with your birthday number. Unless you already uh, chose January it. January 15. 15. 15. All right, 15. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. What does self-love mean to you? Um, I think it's like giving yourself a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Kind of like... giving yourself credit where credit is due and that is something i've i'm still learning i'm learning right now actually i had a whole two-hour conversation about it with a professor this afternoon about it yeah um yeah because i think self-love you know in a different aspect i like my little skincare routine you know making sure i look nice and all that and like you know maybe like getting a new mascara or something i'm like yeah self-love but it's it's definitely there's there's something deeper there that i haven't fully like gotten the hang of yet and which is you know giving myself credit for you know going to college in a pandemic uh you know being like first gen being a woman you know it's like doing all this stuff and like working which is like something my parents didn't even ask me to do, but I just did it. It's like 
I yeah it definitely I think is like giving yourself some credit like everyone's done awesome things like and it's nice to hear it from other people that you're doing great but it's like even better when you look in the mirror and you're like yeah like this is who I am and I've done all of this and you know it's like obviously what you do doesn't value isn't like you know doesn't value your worth like of course everyone's worthy but it is like it is like a a really great confidence thing of being like this is something I did where and I would not if I'd been able to do it if I didn't push myself to do it or xyz didn't push me to do it but I still at the end of the day it's you you made the decision to do something and like I feel like we should all be proud of it like proud of something that we did so I think definitely just believing not only believing in ourselves but believing in the things that we have already done and like remembering that because I think I mean I'm sure you're the same way it's like you remember all these bad things that maybe these like screw-ups or something and like you know throughout your life and you know those are learning experiences absolutely but you know every every once in a while just say like you know damn like this is me and I'm super proud of that like there's not a thing I would change for sure for sure yeah that's a i feel like that's not something that was talked about a lot when i was a kid but now it just seems to be more in the forefront of uh, Mm -hmm. mental health especially and uh, right yeah and you know because of covid i think everyone had to kind of i know for me i've reflected a ton because being home and um, being indoors it's just like damn this is like whatever we are running away from working all the time and you know being a part of the race it's like now we kind of got to face it uh yeah but yeah no no doubt and oh trying to grab that thought again and it is gone i'm sorry (laughs) no it's okay (laughs) i was i was super like ready to ask it too and whatever i'll ask you in person um (laughs) yeah yeah uh so we got to the concluding question and before we get there just want to thank you again for coming on um thank you for your time thank you for just opening up you know uh and like having the best conversation we've ever had on uh on this podcast you know (laughs) and hopefully we'll have some more uh going forward um we will yeah yeah, definitely this is a great like icebreaker for us i think like you know i obviously we've always been so excited to see you but like my brother and i never really like got to know you as a person too much and i think yeah this is great i like i love getting to know more of like the family and stuff like that and like i think this you your my relationship with you was one that was kind of it was there but like you're the closest one to my age that i haven't been able to like you know grasp onto like a concept of the person yet and i think this is like really nice and i'm really happy you asked me so thank you yeah of course of course um and we we can keep keep sending love to each other off off uh, (laughs) off the pod but uh my final question for you is what is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far in your life You gave me four minutes to try to answer this question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you know. I think at the end of the day, it's you. I 
I've my I think my definite lesson has has developed a lot over the last year where it's like there are going to be people that are important to you and there are going to be people who support you throughout the entirety of your life um you know or maybe just for a little bit of your life and there are going to be people who absolutely stab you in the back and you weren't expecting it um and so you know obviously have those those escapes to people where you can you know you can be vulnerable but remember at the end of the day and i think my mom taught me this where it's like it's it's going to be you you are you know you are the person the rock to hold yourself up don't make it another person that could leave or could you know could actually be like a rotten turnip or something and just like kind of dissipate you know it's like that and that's still something i'm making sure that i you know i practice because i think there's been a lot that's happened to my mom that she needs to be you know it, it's her it's always going to be her she's always going to be a support for herself that doesn't leave you know that doesn't have the capacity of leaving even though if she wants to or not you know and i i genuinely admire that and i want to i want to be able to practice that because you know i it's not that i want people to leave but at the end of the day i'm not going to be the person to leave myself because i can't so you know let's let's learn how to ground myself and then accept like flowers into that rock garden sort of thing i guess like because of course i want i want people to to lean on if i if i have to or if i need a little bit of extra support but i think that's the that's the concept is like if you need extra support then you have all these like people but that main pole should be yourself um i think that's what i've learned that i think is most important to me that's dope that's dope um for sure uh thank you for all your quality answers i think you know you put you know you were very thoughtful and uh definitely appreciate that and um yeah you know it's hard it's hard for me to find a way to end these podcasts i haven't found a signature yet is yeah so uh 